the sex. Yes. Uh, so uh, there was years that I didn't get to go. There's things that happened that we just pressed. We just pressed on and done what we had to do. And uh, I'm just so thankful that I had the opportunity now. I got a ledge on me. And them, those chairs there, they look like I could make a move on them if I want. Good. <laughs> I, I know that I love the Lord. And the Lord has been good to me. And I know that God's been good to you. And you're, we, we are a favored people. And we are favored by God because of the truth. The truth. And how we minister the truth makes all the difference in the world, whether we will win the lost or not. Brother Carpenter did an excellent job. He's done it every night. We have been, uh, uh, Brother Bar Barnett, all the things that's gone on to make this camp meeting has been above superior, above wonderful. It's been something else. And everybody that participates in this thing, it is a joy to be with you all, a people of like faith. And I know you're pressing into the kingdom, and that's what's so important in this day and time. And so we, we tonight, today, I'm a night person. So I may say night, I apologize for the night, but it is the night. The revelation, if we never come into revelation, that this, it is night. And I bear, I, bear, I bear that in my mind when I preach and when I love people. I love people. And it's all about people, isn't it? It's all about people. And we th thank the Lord today. Today we thank the Lord today that we're here in this house with you folks. Amen. And I won't promise you I'm a brother carpenter because I'm not. But I'll promise you you'll get what I am what God is, okay? Is that all right with you all? Let's, let's, let's just ask God's blessing and that the word will come forth, not from Bobby Wade, but from Jesus Christ. That's all I, all I want. All I want is to perform His will. Let's, let's just reach out into the heavenlies because God, you are who you are. And, Lord, you know who we are right now, God. And, Lord, if you just, Lord, if I can just move into your presence, God, one more time. Lord, if we can move as a body into your presence one more time. Lord, you have allotted the minutes and the moments and the hours to us, God, to be engaged in your work. Oh, God, have your way in each and every life. And, Lord, let there be a kindled fire in the lives of each and every one of us. We claim it and receive it in Jesus' name. Can we give him some praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may not like me after I get done, but you, I hope you do. Uh, let's go to uh, Matthew 22, 22nd chapter. And it's a little lengthy reading, but it don't, it, I don't see anybody that's going to faint or nothing. But uh, uh, getting with the first verse. And Jesus answered and spake unto them again a parable and said, The kingdom of heaven is likened to a certain king which made a marriage for his son and sent forth his servants to call them that were 
bidden to the wedding. And they would not come. Again, he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bidden. Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. And the remnant took his servants and, to, and entreated them spitefully and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was wroth. And he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burnt up the city. Then said he to his servants, the wedding is ready. But they which are, were bidden were not worthy. Go ye there into the highways. And as many as ye shall find, bid to the marriage. So the servants went out into the highways. Everybody say highways. highways. And gathered together all. As many as they found, both bad and good. Everybody say bad and good. Bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou hither? And not having a wedding garment, he was speechless. We'll just stop right there if you don't, uh, don't mind. Oh, no, 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 we must go on. Then said the king to the servant, bind his, him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into the outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are called, but few are chosen. Few are chosen. If you don't mind, we will go to uh, Luke, the 14th chapter. This is also a companion. I feel like it's a companion Scripture to this, uh, to the word. I feel like this today that it is part of our message. Uh, you and I, I don't think we realize what a great promise that we have. And so at, in the 16th through the 24th verse, it says, and this is a parable of the great supper. And then said he unto him, a certain man made a great supper and bade many and sent his servant it's supper time to say to them that were bidden, come for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground. I must need go and see it. I pray thee have me excused. Another said, I have bought, the, bought five yoke of oxen and got, I got to prove them. I pray thee have me excused. Another said, I have... Married a wife, therefore I cannot come. Oh my. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. And then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes in the city and bring hither the poor, the maimed, the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, is done as thou hast commanded. And yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out in the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Let's give God the praise and the glory for the word. Let's just thank him tonight, today. Because I do believe, I do believe that God is looking for an ardent, passionate servant in the house. 
I look around you today and I believe there are some folks that will fit that category and be characterized by being that ardent, compassionate servant. You can be seated in Jesus' name. I think uh, we was at the men's, the, the men's meeting and Brother Barnett did such an excellent job. And I looked in the place and it was everyone was attired in excellent uh, attire. Amen. And uh, I, I kept looking for some of them people from the recovery program. Now, I want to tell you, they don't look like you. Sometimes they don't sound like you. But I tell you, they earnestly are seeking the kingdom of God. I tell you, when, I, when they come to our church, uh, I want you to know, hallelujah, if I tell them to stand up for 15 minutes, they're up on their feet and they're ready. Whatever I say to them, they're prepared to meet what I say. Amen. But I'll tell you what is in this day and time, what we really need is some of you folks, amen, get a burden. I said, Lord, I said, he gave me that word ardent. I said, Lord, what'd you give me that word ardent for? I said, you know, I don't use that word. That's not in my vocabulary. I mean, if I want to say get on fire, I'll say get on fire. But he said ardent. And I said, Lord, you know, you really want me to say that? And he said, yeah. I want you to know there's something was special that ignited my spirit because I want you to know, I go into what I go into. Like Br Brother Tuttle, br poor Brother Tuttle, he never knows what I'm going to do next. That poor man, I tell you, he's the best son-in-law anybody could have. I mean, he rolls with the punches. And I tell you, I pour it out. And I sometimes I wonder where we're going to go with this. But God knows where we're going to go with this. I'll tell you right now. God is wanting somebody that's an ardent, passionate servant. Let me tell you, if you're going to fight a war, you got to learn to be a servant. Sometimes you're going to have to, hallelujah, be empowered by God and not by your own personal motive. And you got to re resist the devil and he'll flee. Sometimes you got to stand on your feet, amen, and go into the place you've never been before. God didn't send us in a peaceful world. 52 years ago, I was kicked out of my home. My, my daddy kicked me out, literally kicked me out. I was the troublemaker. You know what God does? You know what God does? I'll tell you what God does. He picks the troublemaker. And he moves him out of, if you stay as a troublemaker, you're going to be in a mess. But I'll tell you what God does. God takes a troublemaker. Amen. And he has he is devised a plan. He has devised a plan that will move souls if you come out of that and you become obedient unto God. My, dad, per, my purse, uh, you, you don't know my past. But I got a past so wide, so long. Uh, but I tell you, uh, my wife didn't know all my past. I wasn't going to tell my wife, the future wife, my past. Hello. 
You know, when you're, six, when you're 16 and you get kicked out and you have no place to go, you try to find somebody that'll love you enough to take you in. You remember what I said about the, the highways and the hedges? There's a man and woman that took me in. Amen. Uh, just friends, my friends growing up, and they took me in. They hadn't been married very long. They took me in. I was just so thankful. Now, don't get, don't get me wrong. My, my dad went through World War II. He was, he was all messed up in the head lots of times. Listen, I, I love my daddy, and I love my mother. But I want you to know, I, I, I had a tough time growing up. It was tough. It was a mess. I didn't know. I want you to know, there's people out there. Won't you hear what I got to say? Won't you hear what I got to say? Don't you feel sorry for me. Don't you dare feel sorry for me. I don't feel sorry for me. Because my God brought me out of that place called hell in my life. And my God is doing something today in a 72-year-old man that I, some people expected me to retire and get, hallelujah, get out. I want you to know something. I want you to know something. I don't care how old you are. You better get on your feet and start moving to the hedges and the highways and get your place in God because God, there's no retirement in the place of God till we meet Jesus in the air. recognize what a messed up house I lived in. A messed up house. My mother was a backslider. My mother left the church. I didn't know for 11 years that my, mo- my mother went to an apostolic church. We were married. My, oh, I graduated from a troublemaker to a what, Sister Wade? A fanatic. Woo! You know, I like that, I like that title. I, I, I love that title. Amen. My, da- my dad, every time I opened a Bible up in the house, my dad went berserk, I, I, and we, we had a crazy we had a crazy life. I had a crazy life, but when I got nineteen, I, I got to tell you, I, like I said, I don't want you to feel sorry for me, because God found me in the hedges. God found me in the hedges, and in the hedges is where I was. And there was we had there's four there's four children born to my parents. My mother had four miscarriages. My mother's mind was very fragile. My mother, uh, our, the fourth child, the baby, accidentally hung herself when she was five years old. My mother lo- about lost her mind. She lost her mind. She overdosed three times. The last time she overdosed, I came home, and I was trying to ha- hold the family together. And I said, don't feel sorry for me. Don't feel sorry for me. When I came home, when I came home, my dad said, your mother's overdosed, and she's over. It's been about an hour since she's overdosed, and I felt like she was going to die. And I said, "Dad, if my mother dies, I'm going to see you in jail." And there was a spirit of hatred that was in my spirit that I was so poisoned. But you know what? The Lord was merciful, and the Lord oh, yeah. took my. I, I called the. My dad wouldn't call the ambulance. I called the ambulance. I said, "Get here quick." My mother was in the, in the hospital in Louisville for three or four weeks. She threatened my dad with divorce, so, you know, he was quick to get her back out. So my mother spent about 30 years of uh, messed up in the head. And, uh, but my mother was a, you see, my mother didn't tell me she was an apostolic woman. She didn't say that. I didn't know it for 11 years. 
And then I, now I come to realize what it meant that her running from God. And I was going to be a part that would reach into the hedges and bring my mother back to her roots. And I want you to know something. There are people in this room right now that God is engaging into the hedges and the highways. There is people in this room right now. If you will stand on your feet and claim some promises of God. Because you've been some places like I have been. I don't know. Maybe you was gifted well, amen, with several generations of apostolic. But I don't care where you've been. Oh my God, I'm going to get on that thing. Hallelujah. I want you to know that my God is no respecter of person. And my God is determined to bring some people. Amen. Hallelujah. That's ardent. Amen. And passionate to reach out into a lost and dying world that will claim some souls. Amen. What the... The bishop preached last night is exactly, hallelujah, what God wants to have in this last day. You're going to have to reach into the dark. I don't believe there's a soul in this place today that is a fear of the dark. Because wherever the darkness is, my God made up his mind. That he would walk through the dark and the shadows of your life. When I, when, so we, I, I'm, this is, I guess this is part of my testimony. This is part of my life. See, the, see I, I said don't feel sorry for me. Because that was the highway. You know what a highway is? It's a beaten path. Yeah. Uh, somebody said something about I, I said they want some of the highways that Brother Nelson and I was talking about the highways this morning. Amen. They got a lot of chuck holes. I want to tell you, I want you to know you're trapped going to if you're gonna win a soul, you're gonna have to go down a highway. You're gonna have to go down a highway. I don't know what you I don't know what you think your purpose is. I thought Brother Brother Carpenter did such an excellent job. And I said, God, I'd like to have a little confirmation of what God has given me. I want confirmation. You see, there is a feast that God has prepared. There's a supper that God has prepared. And if it's just for a few folks, I tell you what. If it's just for a few folks, I want to tell you. I, I don't believe it is. I believe it's God is seeking some people, but he's got to have an instrument in his hand that, that can go out there and speak to the soul. Listen, folks, I'm going to tell you. Hallelujah. Sister, uh, I met my wife. I met, I met my future wife. Uh, amen. She was uh, on a swing set, and she was babysitting these people, these kids. And I, I just said, oh, I tell you, she's got the nice, she's got the biggest feet I've ever seen in my life. I said, my, that's so wonderful. Did I say that? Did I say that? She'll get me straightened out when she gets me home. She, every time I say that, she's summoned by another pair of shoes. 
I saw her and I heard a voice say, listen, you just heard a portion of my past. I had no right to have that woman. I had no right. She brought up in church. She brought up in church. I was the soil and the filth of the earth. But I want you to know that God put on a, a garment. And my God washed me and cleansed me. You hear me? I repented of my sins. I was baptized in a name that's above every name. I had no name till I came to Jesus. I had no right to the privileges of God. I had no right into the temple. I was maimed. I was lame. I was blind. But God took the lameness and the blindness, amen, and the guilt and the shame from my spirit. And God washed me in His spirit. And God filled me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Don't tell me for a minute that God can't take the filth of the world and wash them in the place of baptism. All my life, all my life seemed to be spoiled. And then she asked me to church. I went to church with her and her mother. Her mother had about the same past as I, similar past that I had. Her mother had, her mother had died when she was 15 months old. And she was raised by a stepmother who was an alcoholic. And her grandfather, they drank. And it was, they didn't know what they was coming home to. Let me tell you something. We all have a past. Alcohol and the pills was part of my life. I didn't, listen folks. All them tattooed guys and gals that came up. You know, I pulled a fast one on you all at that uh, missions uh, rally. I pulled a fast one on you. And I tell you, I, it's possible I could do that again. You know? But I want you to know what missions, missions, America, and I tell you what world missions all about. And br Brother Carpenter so wonderfully brought that out, brought so much of that out last night, wasn't it? And I want you to know, every time I see a lost soul, every time I get on Every time a new guy comes into recovery, they're at Shelbyville. Every time some, some young woman, I look at mothers that have six children. They may not remember who the, the, who the father was, but they got six children. All I care about at the time I meet them is the Sister Wade and I, we put our arms around their neck and we love, listen, my arms have been around necks of people, amen, that hallelujah, some people would never even touch. But I made up my mind that if my God brought me out of the filth of the world, I say this to you, I say that God brought me out, that I look back in the face of somebody that needs Jesus. Somebody needs that experience. 
Somebody needs to know that they've been loved by somebody that was unlovable. All I know is to love God and to love those human beings that he bled and died for. I'm no different than anyone in this place. We've got, hallelujah. It's an end time, folks. It's not a sad time for none of us. I just gave those scripture in Matthew and Luke are so powerful. Brother Cook, they are so powerful. We could go into some kind of theological message about the coming of the Lord. And we're so excited about the rapture. And we're so excited about that. But there's coming a, listen folks, there is coming a day that every knee shall bow. And every tongue confess. You hear what I'm saying? Listen, folks, I don't want to be on the outside. I'm going to tell you where there's gnashing of teeth. You hear what I'm saying? i got to be busy about my father's business. And I want you to know that that hedgerow, I'm determined to walk into that hedgerow and reach into the thorns of life and the burden of life. And I'm determined, amen, that we're going to walk into that place and we're going to take hold of some soul and bring them out of that mess. Did you know when you feed you feed an addict? You feed an addict. Oh, by the way, there that's not just drugs, it's alcohol, it's gambling, it's it's all kinds of crazy stuff. Did you know, did you know people? There's probably an addict in here now. Is there an addict in here? Is there an addict in here? Addicted? See, I, cha- I traded addictions. You hear what I'm saying? If you're either addicted to Jesus Christ, because if you just par- parsing out en- enough to make you feel good, you're not doing your. I am telling you, I am totally addicted to Jesus Christ. You know what? I'm 72 years old. You know what? Sometimes it gets a little difficult, Brother Cook, amen, to do a little dancing, a little. But you know what? I came into the church and God gave me life. He didn't just give me a partial life. He didn't just breathe into me. Amen. He breathed into me the life. And when he breathed into me life, he breathed the Holy Ghost into me. And I made up my mind I was going to worship him till I go out of this world. I made up my mind that I would stand for Jesus Christ. I would walk into the hallelujah. If I got to walk into the flames, I'll walk into the flames. If I got to walk into the water, it looks like I'm going to drown. Jesus is not going to let me drown. I had no purpose. I had no purpose when I come to God. I walked in a little Pentecostal church. It, it, uh, in a couple years, it'll celebrate almost 100, 100 years old. And the man that started that church, uh, almost 100 years ago, uh, the, the first church that he pat, uh, went to preach at, they threw him out. Listen, folks. Everything you're enjoying today, it costs somebody. It costs somebody. I look at that fella. I'll I'll go to the graveyard and I'll look at the grave and i say, Bishop Burl, look, I'm your son. 
You didn't know me. You died in 1956. But there's something about it. I am telling you right now. Somebody paid, paid that price. And they went into the hedges and the highways. And I don't care where you've been. I don't care how good you've been. I don't care. Hallelujah. Where, hallelujah. How gifted you are. My God brought you out of a pet. And he reached into the darkness of this world. And he offered everything that he could offer for the likes of you. And the likes of me. The amazing thing to the amazing thing is God wants to clothe every one of those people in addiction. You know, I pulled that fast one at that rally. Uh, all them young guys on this side, they, they had their uh, suits on. And all them, them crazy looking guys on, on that side. And you know, uh, some of them, I tell you, pretty obvious where they've been. Amen. Hallelujah. So I, you know what I did? I walked over to them pe people from the recovery program. A white guy said, See them people over there? They're going to out-worship you. See, I, I'm training them. They know they know that there is no other name. I don't know how God worked it out. I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't have to figure it out. But God sent us over there right at the, right in the midst of COVID. A amen. And my wife said, we can't do this every week. And you know what? After the first day, we got to do it every week. Uh, by the way, we got to stay over there. We got an R. But you know what we do? We stay over there. Uh -huh. And I want to tell you, I clean their showers and I clean their bathrooms. Listen, listen, I'm going to tell you, I'm not too good to walk where they're walking. I'm not so good that I can't show them how to clean a bathroom and they look at a pastor and they say, is he really in this place doing that for me? I won't hardly clean up after myself. Well, you know what I'm doing? I'm just giving, giving them a little action, a little love in action. I'm telling you right now, it's time that we reach somebody. Said, I'm reaching the good and the bad. And I'll take care of who is going to be in the house. But hallelujah, all we got to do is usher them into the presence of God. Crazy Dave. Crazy Dave. We have a guy named Crazy. He's a, don't call me Crazy Dave anymore. He was a wild man. And he has, a, he has an aneurysm in the heart. The aorta. And all I, 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 want, I want him to, uh, by the way, he met you all that came down to the men. And there's Nathan with them dreadlocks. Oh, I said, Nathan, I, you think I could grow them dreadlocks? And he said, you ain't got enough hair. I don't want that thing. He said, he said, he said, said at that I said at the meeting, I said, you know you're like my son. You're my you're like my son. He said, you won't tell nobody that. I said, watch me. Don't you tell me. Don't you tell me what I can't do. <laughs> he's sitting back there. He's just waiting for me. And everybody, I think everybody was waiting for me to introduce Sarah, Sister Sarah, and Brother Jamin Tuttle, and their children. And then and I, got, I, I introduce them. I, I get ready to introduce Nathan. And Nathan's got this funny look on his face. 
Do you love them enough? Do you love them enough? Do you love them enough to claim them? Do you love them enough to claim them? Tony is getting, Tony is probably going to get out in a few weeks. You know where I'm sending, you know where he's from? He's from Madisonville. He's about this time. He said, I'm going to get to baptize him. So I'll send him baptized. I'd like to send him filled with the Holy Ghost. You know why I'm here? You know why I'm here today? It's because a bunch of old people stayed around an altar. You hear me? Some sweet, loving people hung up. Brother Cook, they hung around the altar with me. They spit all over me. I said, my, who are these people? And then as soon as I got up, you said, we all won't get so serious about the altar. Wonderful thing to get serious about the altar. But there was this loving group of pe- old people. Excuse me. Old people have a place. I found out that I'm an old people. And so, th- them people were, uh, stayed right with me till I prayed through. I thought they were going. When I got, it took, uh, let's see, it took from November to January for me. I went to the altar every, you know, I just believed what the preacher I believe he said, repent and be baptized in Jesus' name, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I said, if the Holy Ghost, I looked at them people, I said, them, their people are crazy. But if that is what it makes you live, I want exactly what they have. You hear what I'm saying? They didn't care. They didn't care where I came from, and I didn't offer them a lot of reason to love me. But they love me. And them people that you touch in this. But you touch. You realize. You, you've got claim on some souls in Bedford. Did you hear Bedford? Where's that at? <laughs> well, actually, it, we don't. We're, it's not Bedford. It's Ewan's Ford. That's where they passed over this creek. And. This, and that is where we, we our church is at. Back that little lane, Smith Lane. Amen. But you have, you have some, some folks that you prayed through. And I want you to know, they are some of those folks. Most of those folks, Sister Wade, Brother Tuttle, they're continuing. Did you hear what I'm saying? Did you know? Did you know you are part of what's going on in the kingdom of God? Call it the kingdom of heaven. Call it the kingdom of God. I don't know what you think about it, but I think I've been in that other kingdom and God brought me out of that kingdom and God placed me in a royal priesthood. And my God placed me into a place, hallelujah, that's greater. Whether I look like a bride or not, I probably, if you look, I looked in the mirror, I'm the homeliest bride that ever walked. But to Jesus Christ, you hear what I'm saying? To Jesus Christ, 
if I was worth him, worth him dying at Calvary, bleeding and dying at Calvary, then I must be good looking to Jesus Christ. I see, I see something in this house. I see something in this house. And there's a hunger. Say, give us salt. Brother Carpenter's message, give us. Seek and to save that which is lost. I know there's something going on in this place. I'm going to say it this way. Every apostolic church that's really determined, amen, to live this thing and bring souls in. You hear what I'm saying? Because if you're not, you don't respond to seeking, to seeking those that are lost, there's something wrong with you. You need an altar. You need to pray through. You need to get that rekindled in your heart. You need to be an ardent, passionate servant. My life has ne was not important till I came to God. I was a speck in all of humanity, but God gave me a name. God gave me a new name. God washed my, my past away. I thought at that meeting, if I could just have all them guys on that one side, and you all could just love on them a little bit. You hear what I'm saying? You know what? You got to love the unlovable. You got to love those that most people don't want to have any connection with. If I was taking, I was taking a poll, you probably got some of those kind of folks in your I believe, I believe there's something moving in the house of God. You see, you see, Brother Andy, would you, Brother Jones, by the way, you don't say Jones at our church because it's a bunch of Joneses and a bunch of Smiths. But in the 22nd chapter of Revelation, the 16th and the 17th verse, I hear something in this place. I hear something in this place. And I hear the Spirit of God. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in there the churches. Is an angel. Jesus is speaking to the angel today. You don't look like me at all. He said, you know what? I believe there will be some angels here. And Jesus says to those folks right here, I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Oh, that's who he is. Yes, he is. He brings light into the light of man. And you have a light in you right now. And that light is determined to curse the darkness of this world. And you will remain so if you're determined to walk in the light of Jesus Christ. 
And the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that heareth say, come. Do I hear somebody say, come? Yes. And let him that is a thirst come. Is there somebody in this house that's thirsty to do the will of God? And whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Listen, folks, God burned some bridges in my life 50 years ago. I was 21, and how old was you, honey? 17. She was my bride. There's a bride. The bride's calling. The bride calling. I guess it's a good time to have musicians, singers come up here. All I know. I know one thing. I'm engaged in a war for souls. And every one of those souls, every one of those souls that we engage with, Brother, T Brother Tuttle, Sister Tuttle, all those, our church, I, I found out that our church looks like it's going to be a church of individuals that were captive of addiction. I don't know. Is Madisonville without any addiction? I'm going to send you a man. I'm I am sending you a man. You hear what I'm saying? I'm sending you a man. I want you to be engaged in his life. I want Anthony, Tony, I want him, amen, to hear from this church that he is loved and he's cared for. And that you wrap your arms around him. Just like he's a beginning. Like he's a beginning. Like you, hallelujah. And I pray there is a growth in this place to reach out in that area. Because it is my passion. It is my love. It is Jesus Christ's love. Let's just, can we just get. And let God just open the door. Maybe you'll see someone that you give up on. Maybe you'll see somebody that you gave up on. Lord, just kindle that fire in me. What can I say? More of you, Lord. More of you, Lord.
less of me. 